righteous shall rejoice in the Lord. Hear my voice, O Lord. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. At that time, Herod, the king, laid violent hands upon some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with a sword, and when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison and delivered him to the four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. The very night when Herod was about to bring him out, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. And he struck Peter on the side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Wrap your mantle around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened to them of its own accord, and they went out and passed on through one street, and immediately the angel left him. And Peter came to himself and said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Peace be to you, the reader. Let's hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Let us be attentive. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. 
If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and place my finger in the mark of the nails, and place my hand in his side, I will not believe. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. The doors were shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. Christ is risen. Sorry. An old musician once wrote the following lyrics There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I'm going to rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. So sang and so believed Johnny Cash. But how much do we really believe what we confess in the creed concerning the future and general resurrection when we ourselves say, I look for the resurrection of the dead? In fact, this clause in the definitive statement of our faith implies not only that we simply believe in the resurrection of our bodies as an objective fact, but that we are expecting it, looking and waiting for it, even anticipating the future resurrection of our bodies with great eagerness and joy. Contemplating the risen body of our Lord Jesus Christ as presented to us 
in the gospel this morning gives us just a little glimpse into just what our own resurrected bodies will also be like in the kingdom of God. Consider that the risen body of Jesus is not an everyday earthly or physical body, but also a spiritual body. For he suddenly appeared to the disciples while they were behind closed and locked doors. Yet his body is not merely spirit or a ghost, as Christ himself declares to us in the Gospel of Luke. Why are you troubled, and why do questionings rise in your hearts? He said to his disciples, See my hands, look at my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me, handle me, and see. For a spirit has not flesh and bones, as you see that I have. Christ's glorified and immortal and perfected body consumed food with his disciples after the resurrection. His body appeared and disappeared in the blink of an eye. It was recognizable at times and unrecognizable at others. The Virgin Mary and Mary Magdalene were able to embrace his precious feet prior to his ascension. He ascended into heaven with his body. He is seated at the right hand of the Father with his body. And he will come again to judge the living and the dead with his body. Notice also that even though the body of Jesus is immortal, spiritual, glorified, transfigured, incorruptible, yet it bears the holy marks and signs of his passion even now. For he said to Thomas, put your fingers here and see my hands. Put out your hands and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. It was indeed by the nail prints in Christ's precious hands and feet and by the wound in his pierced and immaculate side that his disciples recognized him after he had risen from the dead. And it will be because of these same holy wounds that all will recognize him when he comes again, as it is written in Revelation. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, everyone who pierced him, and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen, wrote the evangelist John. This helps us to understand something even more, something very beautiful indeed. Concerning the resurrected body, that is, our resurrected bodies, St. Paul writes, So is it with the resurrection of the dead. What is buried is perishable, but what is raised is imperishable. It is buried in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is buried in weaknesses. It is raised in power. It is buried a physical body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a physical body, he continues, there is also a spiritual body. The trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. 
For this perishable nature must put on the imperishable. And this mortal nature must put on immortality. So why is it then, brothers and sisters, that this bedrock of our faith, the resurrection of the immortal and glorified body, is doubted and even mocked by modern man? Could it be because we are much too sophisticated for maybe these antiquated beliefs? Perhaps we are so advanced and intelligent that such a doctrine has no place in our rationalistic and hyperlogical minds. But faith is indeed above logic. God's ways and thoughts are far beyond man's ways and thoughts. Science is not our religion. Orthodox Christianity is. We do not offer reason, that is, our brains, at the altar of our, as our consecrated offering, as those of the so-called enlightenment did. We do not worship the idol that they called reason. We offer the precious body and blood of the risen Christ at our holy altar. Him do we worship, and this is our faith. Again, I ask why the denial of the resurrection, the real resurrection of the flesh. This is what we proclaim, by the way. When we say Christ is risen from the dead, it is not some thought, some ethereal concept. It is a physical and bodily resurrection and triumph over the grave. Could it be in our modern times that the human body has been so devalued that it is often treated like a piece of insignificant garbage. This, in fact, is why the body is so abused today. We forget that Christ called his own body a temple that he would raise up again after three days. That is something extremely sacred. We forget that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, where he wants to dwell if we would only keep it fit and pure. We forget that our body is a temple that houses, again, the precious body and blood of Christ, that very risen body and blood of Christ, which plants the seed of immortality in us. So when we go to the tombs, we have that life force and energy already there in expectation of the resurrection of the dead. And so because many people do not believe in the resurrection or the sacredness of the body, they destroy their bodies through all sorts of unhealthy and unholy ways. They misuse their God-given bodies to steal, to kill, to harm their fellow man. They pollute their bodily senses, like sight and hearing, with obscene sights and vulgar songs. They defile their bodies through all sorts of immoral acts. But they forget that the body will be raised again and reunited to the soul and the entire person, soul and body together, will be judged for what he or she did while in the body. This, the Holy Bible everywhere declares. 
if we believe in the resurrection, brothers and sisters in Christ, as we say and as we confess, let us honor, therefore, our bodies as God intended. The body is holy, it is sacred, and it is a servant and a companion of the soul. With it, we are to do virtuous works and good deeds. With it, we are to worship our God. With it, we are to be glorified forever in the kingdom of God and shine brighter than the sun, as our Lord promised. In the resurrection, our eyes will behold the uncreated light and glory of God. Our ears will hear the heavenly voices. Our mouths will sing praises. Our hands will be uplifted in worship. Our feet will walk upon the golden streets of the heavenly city. We will thus praise and worship our God for all eternity. If only we would look upon the resurrected body of our Lord Jesus Christ with the eyes of faith and know for certain and in truth that we too will be raised in glory to praise forever the thrice holy God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen.